Are you sick of the same old boring traditional corporate view on leadership? If so, you've come to the right place. This is the Executive Millennial Project. Host Leon Burks is prepared to share with you effective strategies that will increase your leadership awareness and transform you into a trailblazing millennial leader. Hey, welcome back, guys, to another episode of the Executive Millennial Project. Today, we have a wonderful guest who just happens to roll through wherever she wants to go through. And her name is Jillian Gomes. She's a great friend of mine, but she's sitting down with us today to talk a little bit about honoring the process and intentionality in how you live your life. How are you doing, Jill? Hey, hello, everybody. Thanks for having me. No, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. I'm actually glad you could make it because I was wondering if I was ever going to see you again. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that a lot. I've actually been hearing that a lot in the last couple of days. So, but I'm here. Yeah, that's great. I'm I'm so ha- I'm so glad you're here. So, t- tell tell the listeners like, what are you doing now? How did you get to where you are now? So, um, for myself, uh, what happened to me right now? Actually, back in December of 2015, mm-hmm. I was laid off of my job. I, it's been a job I was at for about eight years, and it was definitely not something that I uh, saw coming or happening, um, but it happened. It wasn't the first time I'd been laid off. Uh, it was the second time, and this time it was just, it was it, not even just, it was different. Uh, when it happened, mm-hmm. um, and I've shared with people, you know, a loss is a loss, so was it was it upsetting? Was it hurtful? It was all of those things, but I wasn't devastated. So I really took a second to embrace the fact that this was happening for a reason. Okay. Um, I recognized the situation and um, it really put me in a place of almost empowerment to just say, I don't want to ever be put in this situation again. And when I share my story, I always tell that in that moment, I told myself I never want to have or be in a situation where somebody else is in control of my well-being, from, especially from a financial standpoint, because yes. you lose a job, that's <laughs> income, you know, that's income. but somebody else was in control of that. And somebody else told me, we no longer need your services and thank you, goodbye. And I wanted to take back control. And I really felt that this was an opportunity, even though not planned, even though I wasn't ready for it, even though I didn't foresee it, um, that this was another opportunity that the universe was giving me to say, okay, you're ready now and you need to, it would be, I, I I would tell my mother who, of course we'll have mothers who get in situations like this, it's worry automatically, right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, what are you going to do? Um, but I told my mother, I just said, you know, for me, it would be a waste of an opportunity for me to not take a leap of faith and step into what my purpose is or what I've always wanted to do. Okay. Uh, so, you know, it, it turned into one of those situations where it was, you know, I would rather struggle and maybe not have a stable financial situation to do something that I actually love doing that makes me feel good about myself yeah. than to have the corporate job with the steady paycheck and a miserable, you yeah. know, you know, like it's, yeah, it's kind of like, it's a trade off. It's like, you know, yes, I have the money and I can maybe move more financially free, but I'm not happy, Yeah, you know, and I'm not, um, 
at peace, right? We talk about peace of mind a lot, right? Like yes, the va- there's definitely. no value, there's no monetary value for peace of mind. Like that's that's something you can't. That's priceless. Um, so I took the leap and I um, left my apartment. My lease was up. Uh, so I'm literally just. Uh, so people ask me where I live. I say where I'm at is where I live. <laughs> so it's literally me and my two suitcases, and I'm just kind of. I'm a true nomad now. Legit nomad. So how do you feel that freedom impacts the way you have to live your life now? Because I know, like, I know with me, the, my first time I left, <clears throat> I left the corporate workspace. My mom went crazy. Absolutely. <laughs> in, this, in this other time, um, it wasn't by choice either, Correct. you know, but it's like you build your wings on the way down. But uh, let's talk about your intentional steps <laughs> of how you got to the place where you ha- you now have that peace of mind. Um, so the first, the first thing, and I learned this the hard way in going through it, but, um, what I will always tell anybody now moving forward, when anything happens like a layoff or an unforeseen circumstance that kind of knocks you down a little, it's very, very important that you intentionally take time for yourself. And I didn't do that initially. I was like, oh, this is great. I'm free thought I was free, right? Kind yeah. of, if you think if you think a little more abstract, I kind of still wasn't, but I just wanted to like step into it, power through, I'm just gonna work through this. And that self-imploded and I ended up shutting down. <laughs> like I just, you know, and things just fall off because you try to do too much. And when you try, it's like forcing, you know, a square peg in a round hole. When you try to like hold things together and suppress what you're really feeling, things just start busting out at the seams and those things manifest themselves in you know, you have a stinky attitude. People don't want to be around you anymore. You start neglecting things. You know, you start neglecting self-care. Yeah. You start, you know, responsibilities you're trying to hold on to. You just check out. So how'd you turn that around? Um, yeah. So things literally imploded. So, <laughs> I mean, so it was just kind of like, it wasn't like I said, okay, let me catch myself. Like stuff literally just was like crisis went in in jeopardy like certain business relationships were in jeopardy i was lucky enough that i was you know working with people that understood my situation and we can kind of back up to that with with change you know it's one thing when when okay so maybe it was just a job a job loss that's one change but when you get like a multitude of changes at the same time right so loss of job no longer living and you know you have no apartment you're uh-huh. living out of suitcases yeah. <laughs> personal things you're going through you add all of that all that start a new business all of that at one time yes and you don't take the time to just be like okay this is a lot let me just process right you talk about process and and mourning like i didn't take time people think a layoff and you just want to like flip it and, and move forward and be okay no it sucks and it's sad and it hurts and when you don't give yourself time to be sad I didn't give myself time to be sad. I think that's the biggest thing. I didn't give myself to be like, I lost something that was a part of me. Was it a good thing? Is it a good thing? Absolutely. But it was still sad. I didn't give myself time to be sad. And, you know, I cried. But to really just be like, you know, say goodbye to it, put it away, and kind of get closure from everything instead of trying to ignore it and move forward and be like, you know what happened, but 
somebody else has it worse and I can make it better. And yeah. that's no way we've, we've had conversations about that where it's just like, <laughs> yes, you know, everybody wants to compare their stories to each other. And it's like, you can't do that, you know, because then you get into this like self-defeated mentality of like, you don't have it as bad as somebody else. Well, sometimes that's a good thing, but it's yeah. still bad. And that's all relative, you know? So for me, the first step was really, after things, you know, yeah. proverbially fan to just step back and be like, okay, let me acknowledge what's happened. And now let me make the steps to be more cognizant and work. But I will tell you the moment I did that for myself, you talk about intention and being more self-aware. It's almost just like the, you know, your rose colored glasses being lifted. Yes. And I'm, you're much more cognizant of, I'm much more cognizant of how I feel about things, yes. intuition, yeah. and being more self-aware. There's just a, this peace of mind and clarity of being so self-aware now of the people that are around you, opportunities that are around yeah. you, seeing opportunities in everything, even if it's uh, coming here. I mean, doing this right now, you would have asked me 36 hours ago. No, but you know, some had a conversation with somebody and was like, this is where you need to be. And instead of overthinking it and doing it, it was like, yeah, all right, Leon, I'll be there in the morning. <laughs> and here yeah, we are. Definitely. Yeah, most definitely. Cause I know, um, and I could totally go through cause I, when I lost, um, the last one, I went from like monetarily, I went through almost 200 K a year to nothing. Mm-hmm. And so when people are like, Oh, you had it. You should have I'm like, no, I don't think you a lot of people don't understand. Like when you have that and you're young and you're just like, I want to do this, 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 you realize you actually do have disposable income and you want to do so many things. And that plan gets erupted. Like that plan gets like stopped instantly. And you're like, hold up. So now I have to live off of savings. I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to do this. I have to make money. I have to do this. Because once you're used, like, once a lot of people understand, like once you're used to um, a certain way of life, lifestyle, <laughs> it's it's a huge adjustment. And some people wonder, like it's it's an uncanny fact that when people like high net worth people, they can lose everything, but within a moment, like two or three years, they get it all back. Right. And people don't understand, like how can they do that? I'm like once they've already been there. So you know how to get there. Absolutely. And then two, they refuse to lose until they get back to where they're going. Exactly. And so that that force of nature, that intentionality, that sense of awareness that you have to have when you tap into what's going on around you and bring your full present self to today, every day. Right. Because this is all you have is right now, not tomorrow. It's- yesterday, you don't want to be kidnapped by your right by your memories exactly. <laughs> you know exactly so. and the intention part about it though it, but it's funny though right how it forces you to be intentional because now when before you had this corporate job or you had this schedule right you had yeah. this routine now you have to find this new routine and every second and every minute every hour of the day truly belongs to you Like, think about it. Like, it truly belongs to you. So you literally decide what you... I'm in a space now where I literally decide what I want to do every second of the day. Nobody else decides that for me. I decide that. So everything has... Everything you do is, by default, intentional. 
You know what I'm saying? Like everything you do now is by default intentional because it's Explain your that. Explain that. So to me, it's it's a choice, you know? Yes. Now, it, everything I do now is a choice. Now, you know, we can get more abstract and be like, well, did you really intend to do it? No, but everything you do now is not of outside influence of somebody saying you need to be here from nine to five. You have this appointment. You literally, I wake up and say, I don't want to do anything today. I'm going to lay in my pajamas all day. Is that valuable use of my time? You know, maybe we can talk, maybe, maybe not. But if I choose to do something every second of the day, that's my choice. And I, you know, whether I intend to waste my time or not, that's a choice I'm making. But I have the opportunity now to be very, very in control of what I'm going to do with my time, where I'm going to spend my time, who I'm going to spend my time with. Yes. You know, and that is in itself is... For, you know, is is that freedom we talked about and that peace of mind? Like yeah. somebody asked me yesterday, and I'm like, I don't know. Like I'm literally like not stressed. Like it's such a foreign feeling to be like, I'm not stressed. Now you can't take that too far, and you know, <laughs> not do anything. Like that was the one thing. It's like okay, like sleeping in your PJs for a day or two is fine, but you know, you don't want to get consumed because that's the flip side about the freedom, right? You can yeah. get consumed by it so much that you just end up not doing anything with it because you start gaining apathy total apathy um you know you get depressed i mean that's a real thing you know that's like people try to block that off but for a while for you know in the beginning i'm like maybe i'm just depressed because i don't want to do anything but you got to think especially if you like you said you've had a certain lifestyle for so long it's not a i tell people a lot you know um, i was talking about it at one point that you know change isn't instant change isn't one big moment but change is literally made up of little things that you do each day with intention yes that's change like change doesn't you don't just wake up the next day and you're just i'm this oh i've got it now no it happens every day and like you talk about doing things with intention so if i want to have a successful business then you know i need to wake up and put time into that and put my intention into that daily it's not going to be i'm going to wake up and have a call and well you know maybe that happens so with the unicorn moment you know you call one person <laughs> they just want to pay you everything and boom it's there but that's not the norm you know it's gonna it's gonna take daily calls and networking and interactions and getting up every day to be on be on the phone be on your email respond to people like you have to show up show up you have to show up for yourself for yourself and you know what you want to do but you have control of your time now you know so use it wisely you know you have the ability to, to intentionally be productive you know yeah. every second of every day or to not you know if you don't want to you know sit back that's another part of, of, of the process too is you know getting into that guilt factor right because you had this routine and you were doing stuff and to not want to do anything sometimes and that just seems to be the antithesis especially if you're you're naturally a hard worker so if you're not working you feel like you're not being you know you're not doing anything so you're not you're not helping yourself you're being lazy yeah and a good friend of mine uh who had been through a similar situation had to like snap snap me out of that and say you know there's a difference between having a lazy moment and wanting to just be lazy for the world than being a lazy person most definitely there's two different things you know and you need to listen to your especially if you've been like for yourself i don't know how i can't recall how long you you know you've had a corporate job i worked in corporate for 15 years that's 15 years of programming right mental programming of what you're supposed to do and what work looks like so if you want to take a break 
and you want to sit around for a day or you just not want to pick it, take a break, you know, listen to yourself, you know, like you said, be present, be in the moment and, and know that a break is good because those moments where you feel like you need to take a break and you don't take it. Most definitely. Well, pop up on you like we talked about before yeah your body will shut down yeah. <laughs> and it's like you're taking a break now right exactly yeah. exactly yeah so um yeah now that you've gone through that i understand we talked about a little bit that you have a uh, project management consulting company yep so tell us a little bit about that so um it's called 1215 consulting and uh, it's very indicative to me, 1215. Uh, the meaning behind that is December 2015 when this journey um, began itself, in a sense. Uh-huh. Um, and the main thing around 1215 Consulting is uh, geared towards small business, uh, small business and entrepreneurs. Um, there's a need there that I realize in, um, and we've talked about, you know, when, you, when people start their business on their own, you, you do everything. You know, you are your business, you are your brand. So everything you do is in your head. So the question then becomes, if something happens to you as a small business owner, as a, as a budding entrepreneur, or you need to take a break or vacation, who knows what to do with your business or who knows how to run your business yeah. if you needed to or something happened to you. And that's a gap that I want to be able to fill with 1215 mm-hmm. Consulting um, to sit down with uh, entrepreneurs, small business owners, talk through your business and create uh, what I'm calling like business blueprints for you, a structure for you that outlines everything you do for your business, what you do, take what's in your head, put it on paper uh, so you have this blueprint or this manual so that moving forward it gives you a good solid foundation and it becomes it becomes useful when when not if but when your business grows and you need to start expanding and bringing staff on um, and bringing people into the fold that you can sit down and say here's what I do Um, you know everybody isn't especially as a uh, most entrepreneurs and, and small business owners you know you're very high level and on the creative side. So you want to be able to look at the business from a macro level and you want to be able to move your business forward in that sense and not with the day-to-day of like all the process stuff. So just because you do that, a lot of most people aren't good um, teachers. You know, a lot of people are doers, not necessarily good teachers. Yeah, I had a question about that. I'm (laughs) going to pick, not really pick your brain, but just kind of have a chat about that because, you know, I love... I love project management. Mm-hmm. That's that's my baby. Um, so, but I also know it's like an entrepreneurship. A lot of a lot of people get stuck. Mm-hmm. A lot of people get stuck in this point where they have to be the tactician, and they forget they have to grow. They forget right. about the big picture. So, when you have when you're dealing with all those creatives, like. They're just like boom, big, big picture. Like they're just they're visionaries. I want to do this, 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 this. Mm-hmm. How do you besides getting them to focus on this is what you do? What about those people that are just like that own the job? Right. They're like no one can do it better than I can. I have to do oh this. How do you? What what what? Because a lot of us are like that. And like we we get that creative moment when we start, and then we're like boom, then we run straight to the tactics, but we forget about bookkeeping. We forget about. Um, customer related <laughs> we, we, we are our own crm right instead of using the process like how would you switch those mindsets from either someone who's stuck in the daydreaming right. aspect right. with no 
Because you can't outrun infrastructure. Right. So. Which is funny, right? People start small businesses because they're like, screw the man. But you're like, okay, that sounds really great. But you still kind of need an infrastructure. Like you just do. You have to. They're big and successful Mm -hmm. because they have a structure and a machine that runs it. So, so two parts to it, right? So let's start with the the tactician part, right? Because I'm very much that way. And me getting into my own business has helped me realize that. It's, uh, we were talking about four hour work week, right? So one of the things that he says, right? So we talked about, he says is what you do is infinitely more important than how you do it. So if I come from that standpoint, can anybody do it the way I do it and as good as I'm going to do it? Probably not. But what's being done is more important than how it's being done. So for somebody that's a tactician, one, we need to get to a point where they do need to get to a point where they realize that they can't do it all. Like that's a starting point. It's just like anything that change, you need to know that you need change because most tacticians, what happens is they get to the point and now they're stressed out and they're, you know, they have staff, but they're frustrated because they don't trust their staff and they want to give themselves, but they just can't. So there needs to be a tipping point for a technician. You just, there's no way for me to talk you down from that. I can give you a spiel that says, this is how I can help you. But at a certain degree, they need to be to that point where it's just like, okay, I really can't do it all because I want to, because tacticians want to grow, but they want to do everything. And you need to get to the point where it's like, dude, you just, you physically and mentally can't. Your mental capacity is now too full of day-to-day stuff that there's no way you can go meet with, you know, sponsors or bigger things to expand your business because yeah. you're not present in these meetings, right? No, because you're, you're in this meeting, but you're thinking about, you're thinking about, like, you're okay, thinking about do this. payroll, <laughs> right. payroll. Like, right. But, and there's so many useful tools. So I, I kind of view what you're doing as a connector. You know, and it's, so and it's building the, the, the trust because yeah. it's a, tr- it's really, what it comes down to is it's a trust issue, especially for small business. Even the, we talked about the other personality that's a creative, that's your baby. That's your brand and you're growing this. And so to entrust that you're going to find the right person or people that are going to respect it and love it, we kind of need to kibosh that notion, right? Nobody's going to love this thing as much as you. It's like people with kids, right? People are gonna love your kids. You gotta keep, but nobody's gonna love them. So let's just let's get let's let's kill that myth or that dream or that hope. Let's be realistic. Nobody's gonna love it the way you love it, but it doesn't mean they can't come in and help you move your business forward. But you gotta let some of this stuff go. So getting them to that point, meeting people in that point is 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 crucial. And then the great thing about tacticians is they're so into that, that getting the information out of them is easy because they have it. So it's easy to talk. Okay, let's just talk through it. They know everything that they do. Um, but what we can do is my, I'm the filtering process to ask questions because tacticians do things so auto response that like we talked about, there may be a process they do that's 10 steps and one through five, they do automatically. They just do it in their head and it's done. And then, you know, I'll do this manually. Yeah, I know a big thing with me is like, you like to call me scatterbrain. Right. <laughs> and it comes across like that. That was one of the things when we did when we did this, like we did a lot of executive coaching and a lot of um, mm-hmm. like personality. I think I come across as scatterbrain to a lot of people. And the thing, and the funny thing is about it is that I've already compartmentalized everything else. And so I'm on something else and people are like, we were just talking about this, but you're on this. I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm done with that. I'm already on this now. And so, right. yeah, that, that's definitely a great help. Because, like, especially with small business or growing businesses and things like that, you have to be able to, like, 
I have an app on my phone that does all that stuff for me. <laughs> and I have to have it. Because if I don't, it's... And it's shout out to Pockets. We, it's free. So I'm, it's, I'm shouting them. But, um, free pub. <laughs> yeah. So it's able to keep everything in one spot. And I can just go hit a button. I'm like, okay, I got to do this, 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 this. And it's there. Right. Because if not, I'll just like, okay, I got to do this, got to do this, got to do this, got to do this, got to do this. And I'll just do it. And I'm not, and I'm, and I'm not intentionally, and I'll say this, I'm not intentionally right. necessarily going in the right direction because I'm just dealing with you're just, tasks. You're working to work. Like you're just, yes. you're just hamster wheel, right? It's a yeah. hamster wheel. And that's all great. It's great for you. And not, not, well, it's not great, but your process is your process and things yeah. get done, but it's not helpful when you're like, I need help and you need to bring it and explain that to somebody else and explain it to them and expect them to be successful, right? Yeah. Because that's the thing that you set people up for failure. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you set yourself your expectation of just like, well, why didn't you do it? And it's a very logical question. Well, you didn't tell me that, you know? So when we take that out, put it on paper, it's it removes that, it removes that piece Mystery, and, it, yeah. and it adds accountability on both ends now. So we're yes. both in this equally as the, you know, as the employer, you know, you've got stuff documented that you can hold your employee accountable to. If something didn't happen, you had this clear black and white, yeah. no extra. And then as the employee, something comes up and you say you didn't do this. You now have a document to go back and just say, you know, I, I understand that you needed that done. This is the process that I had. Did I miss something? As a employer, you'd be like, you know what? I didn't show you that. Or we don't have a process for that. Let's put one in place. Most but definitely. now it becomes, you remove the emotion from it, right? And I think, especially coming from a female, right? You know, like it's it's very, in business, you, you want to be very cognizant of like, let's just keep things to the facts and not, um, and not in a, in a suppressive way or, you know, trying to ignore emotion. But when it comes from a business standpoint, you want to be able to just keep it, keep it clean and be able to say, you know, this is what I had this weekend. And there's no, you know, assumptions taking place on what was expected and doing it. Cause that happens in corporate all the time. You get job descriptions and what's the, the famous bullet points that, that that's always on a job description, other duties as assigned, right? This huge general umbrella, umbella of, of like, yes. of right of things that you're just like, well, that just means you're going to tell me to do whatever. Exactly. <laughs> um, so, coming from writing job descriptions, I was, that was one of my pet peeves. Yeah. Like they're like, we need a job description for this. And this, and I look at it, I was like, you guys don't do this. You do nothing on this job description. <laughs> right. And it's I mean, frustrating. Yeah, and it's and it's very um and that's when judge like when I when I look at different positions or contracts and people talk to me like, hey, what do you think about this? And I look at the job description and it's generic, I tell them run. <laughs> because the thing is like it's no telling what you're gonna get yourself into. Absolutely. Because I've shown up to when I was working with Siemens mm-hmm. and um which they did. I learned a lot from Siemens, by the way. <laughs> Just saying, I learned a hell of a lot from Siemens. <laughs> but um, I showed up, and they're like, "Well, we're looking for you to for this, like a technical project manager role." What does that mean? Oh, you're in charge of P and Ls or this, 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 and this. And that. I'm like, "That's a normal project manager." I'm like, "Okay." I show up. Totally different. <laughs> totally different. It's <laughs> and it's not that it wasn't bad. It's just that I really had no clue what I was getting into. You think you're gonna be doing this, this, and this. And the funny thing is just like you show up, they didn't tell you you have a team of other engineers. Like, nothing to do with that what? have nothing to do with what you're supposed to be doing. And like you're managing them for another project, but your projects are over here and you have no control. I'm like, it was ridiculous. <laughs> But it was it was a huge learning point. I was like, 
So when it was my time to write my own job descriptions, yeah, and I was like, look, this is what we do. You're going to be doing this, 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 this. I lined out the pot, the possible customers you could be dealing with, the, mm-hmm. and so people could knew what what was going in. So that way, when they showed up and they interviewed transparency it was there and like i was not afraid to tell them they're like so because people are like oh i'm very interested in working here i'm like i'm like so how do you deal with ambiguity because mm-hmm. me because i'm like look i'm the hiring manager and i'm very i'm very uh translucent or opaque <laughs> the thing is i'm not going to tell you how to work and i'm like i just don't care i just want results right how does that make you feel and most people are like Sounds good, right? It sounds it's, good. It sounds good, but it takes a special person. I was going to say that. Absolutely. It sounds good. People are like, ooh, freedom, and you're not going to be on me. To, uh, a lot of no. personal accountability in that tons. type of relationship. It's tons of personal accountability. Mm-hmm. And going into a, and going into a, a company that didn't have that at first when they were being held, handheld and... Um, I don't. I like. I really don't like staying handheld. But it was definitely really a tough. It was definitely really a tough thing to navigate, right? Yeah, because they're so used to having someone on hovering over them all the time, right. and I'm just like, I'm, ta- I'm taking that off, and it's like giving a 18 year old fifty thousand dollars and saying go. Right. It's, it's like and don't like, and don't mess up. Right? Yeah. But it's so. I mean, a lot of the the people that are in our age group, and when it comes to millennials, they have that feeling. They want the personal accountability. They want the freedom. They want to do this. But what? Um, because I talk about a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. I mean, even though this, I think this is going to be the fifth or sixth one or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I talk about a lot of things that are very personal yeah. when it comes to millennials, because it's not because everything comes from inside. Mm-hmm. And it's a and your work is a product of that. So what, um, so what tips do you have, or like, like maybe like two or three things? Because we're getting close to the time, and I really definitely thank you for being here. Because <laughs> we, we could talk all, we could talk all day. Um, but um, what tips do you have for those that are just really they? Because this last year hit a lot of people. Yeah. Especially in being in Houston, hitting oil and gas, it's rough. It's rough out here when mm-hmm. the prices drop. Um, so, what tips do you have for young people who are just they're getting hit by layoffs, or they're getting, um, or they they want to start their own business, or they want to just be the best person in their space, in their market space? What tips will you have for them? There's some takeaways. Some takeaways from it. Okay. So we're talking specifically like, you know, being a layoff situation and similar to my situation. So the first thing um, I would definitely say is it's not, you know, it's not the end of the world. Like, I think especially for millennials, especially happens to you the first time, like this isn't it for you. You are not defined by this job or position that you had. So I definitely would say, you know, it's not the end of the world. You know, like I said earlier, take time for yourself mm-hmm. and this is an, and don't look at it as an obstacle, but look at it as an opportunity. This is an opportunity for you to really sit down and get gritty with yourself and take the opportunity to do that. Get gritty with yourself, really sit down and say, you know, what things, you know, if the, this job wasn't it and it's not one of the, what is, what are there, what are the things that I love to do? What things do I do that I'm passionate about what things do I do? Like when I'm doing this, 
I feel good. Like, I like doing this. And I always tell people, you know, don't just find your passion, but define it. You need to define what that passion is. You know, you're like, well, I'm passionate about food. Okay, well, what, what I is, am too. What are you right? <laughs> but what does that mean for you? You know, <laughs> what does that mean for you? So take time for yourself and get gritty with yourself and do the work to get passionate about yourself. Another tip is you gotta surround yourself with the right people. And I say I Your stress environment is extremely I stress that enough. And when I shared my story or my videos, or one of the things I said was, you know. The first time around this happened, I wasn't around the right people. And I don't if I if I took that leap, I don't I won't say that I wouldn't have been successful. Yeah. But it it probably would have taken maybe a little longer, it just would have been a different path. Um, but definitely surround yourself with the right people. You need to have a good team of people around you. If you want to get into a particular business, you need to start being around people like that. You need to start surrounding yourself with people that um, are where you want you see yourself being. Because uh, the phrase that everybody tells me that I said that I, I love to share around, you know, it's it's um, it's hard to be fearful when you're surrounded by people that are fearless. It's really hard. Yeah. It's really hard to not just be like if everybody, everybody's taking a jump. You're like, oh, well, look, I'm not gonna be the only one standing left on this mountain. Like, I'm, let's go. So you know, yeah. surround yourself with the right people, right? So we said, to, you know, it's not the end of the world. Take time for yourself. Do the work. Surround yourself with the right people, and then just go, man. Just go and do the work because you know what. If you say that again, you say go and do just what? Just go and do the work. Okay, yeah, do the work. <laughs> do, do, work. do the work. It's <laughs> the work. work. Like this notion that people sometimes people look at yourself or some people even you know message me or look at me and just be like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Let me tell you, I don't have amazing days every day. It is not all dude. It's rough. It's rainbows and unicorns over here. Like some days are sh- it's 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 tough. You can say it's, it's shitty. It's shitty. <laughs> it's you shitty. Say it. And you're just like, oh my gosh. And it's never about questioning if I'm doing the right thing let's be clear it's never about questioning about doing the right thing but it's about just man like there's other things that need to be in play and I'm responsible for all of it and I need to do the work like nobody else is I don't have a team under me right now I'm not at some corporate office where I can you know give this to you know Vanessa the assistant to do like no I'm everything right now and I'm gonna be where I want to be and where I see myself being I have to do the work and you have to do the work. And you know what? One of the toughest days I have is when I'm working. I've been working or sending emails or doing something. Doing something. Like, if my, if my day is not towards re- generating revenue, I'm probably sleeping. Like, that's how that's my mentality. <laughs> and um, because I really don't do free. But the thing is, when you go and you're doing something, when I'm working, interacting with people, and no one clicks on my website. No one um, calls me back, mm-hmm. or I get no response from an email. Mm-hmm. Like no open email. I've, I've sent seventeen hundred emails in one day before, and I only had one person respond or say thank you. Even though I'm like that, I'm like I just sent almost two thousand emails out. And only one person said hello mm-hmm. or thank you or hey. Or I find out that people hit the unsubscribe button. Boom. Mm-hmm. It was a nice email saying, hi, how you doing? Right. And I'm just like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm getting, when you feel like there's nothing coming back from the work you put it in. <clears throat> one day I, I, I got up, just went straight to the my computer. I was like, 
I was like, F this. I'm tired. I'm done. I'm done. No. <laughs> I can't. I can't. And I was like, you know what? And then there's one thing that uh, E.T., um, Eric Thomas, says. He's like, are you going to be able to outlast your old self to get to your new self? I love that. And I'm just like, do work. Just go. Just go. He's like, you're already in pain. Might as well get something from it. So just go and just keep going. So I really thank you for taking this sure. time out of your Thanks out of your day. Thanks for having me. This is fun. We could talk about so many things. <laughs> yeah, Everything you yeah. talked about, I'm like, oh, that's another thing we can talk about. No, but I like, I really appreciate it. And you know, it's it's a process. Like you talk about, it's a process and it's a journey. And there is no, you know, there's no. There's no magic formula for how, you know, how it's going to work. I couldn't, you know, I could tell you where I want to be and where I'm, well, not, let's, let's be intentional, right? I tell you where I'm going to be, yeah. um, where it, it will happen, but how that's going to happen, I can't tell you other than I'm going to work hard, you know, work hard and be self-aware and your, make sure that everything I'm doing. Your business model will change four or five times <laughs> by the will. time you get it there. It does. I think about it all the time. Like, oh, you see this. But yeah, you know, like. Mine's changed twice since I started. <laughs> but, you know, tell people out there, man, like, don't be afraid, man. Take the leap. It's, you know, and what do they always say? You know, if you're going to fail, you might as well fail forward. And if you already know what the other side looks like, what that structured life looks like or that other like you already know what it looks like i know that if i wanted to i could go back and jump into a regular job i could do that as a safety you know quote unquote safety net i can jump back in it but why not try you know why not try to leave live this free life in this space of like finding a way to live life on my own terms yeah Living life on your own—that's what everybody wants, really, right? To live. No, life no I don't. I really believe. I really do not believe that people like—they no, love the idea so, of it, the concept, but not yeah, the but reality. Yeah, but they really don't want to live life on their own terms. I mean, it sounds crazy coming from me to say that, but I really believe that people, the average person, doesn't. They're not mentally prepared for it. Well, or maybe, they maybe do, not I mean, even does it, but maybe <clears throat> they have a skewed. They don't have a realistic they, they view it of it, and they want the. So maybe here's a better phrase: people want the um, benefits and rewards of living a so, life on so your own terms. Yeah. So basically, okay. basically, people. It's like Instagram popularity, right? And so people are like these people, are like boom, boom, boom. They, when people see the. The boutique shops for watches, like boom, in, a, in front of a car. A lot of those photos are stock photos. They're not those people. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, people want the effect, yeah, but they the want to screw the process because you have no clue. Just because that. it's yeah. just because it's visual now, just like like social media, it's all visual. People fall in love with someone else's highlight reel and doesn't understand right that highlight reel that you those two or three months of highlights mm-hmm. took ten years of work. And people don't see that. What is the book? 10,000 hours? Yeah, 10,000 hours. But people just, it's it's crazy. So, so, summation, take time for yourself. So, so, you know, take time for, so take time for yourself. You know, well, one, realize it's not the end of the world, right? So don't, don't fall in that. Take time for yourself and get gritty and really think about what you want to do. Surround yourself with the right people. Yeah. Get if you don't have the right people around you, go find them because they're out there. They're out there. Yes, they are. Um, get the right people and then get to work. Like jump in and do the work. And if you don't know how to do something, Google, YouTube, the interwebs, internet is a wonderful thing. Go, go, te- go teach yourself. You know, there's so many resources yeah. out there. That's another thing. Read resources, get information and knowledge about what it is that you want to do and teach yourself that. If you don't know it, you can learn it. 
and then get to it and do the work. Get to it and do the but work. Take steps. I don't want to add something to it, but make sure you're always taking steps. You can do work and it'd be busy work. Absolutely. But make sure you're taking steps every day towards something. Mm-hmm. Something that you have intentionally like, this is what I'm going to do. And like Earl Nightingale in The Strangest Secret of the World, when he talks about people who are successful, only 5% make it, make the cut, right? Mm-hmm. This is like back in the 1930s. And it's still the same. It's really only 5% that make the cut. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? We try yeah, to re, and- re, re, uh, re, re, what does it call that? Like, you know, fix the wheel or reorganize it. And, and there's really no need yeah, to. It's, it's not, but the thing is, he's like, but what is truly a success is a person who sets out to do something and they do it. Mm-hmm. Just like the school teacher. People are like, oh, school teacher's not successful. My mother taught for 41 years, third, third and fourth grade. 41 years. If you've ever been in a classroom and deal with those many children, those many personalities, even for 40 to, years. For 40 plus years, you can, even to this day, she will see one of her, see a student that she's taught, and she knows that person's first, last name, and their mother and their father. Out of all those kids, out of all those people. Mm-hmm. And but she intentionally wanted to impact and change lives. So according to Earl Nightingale, not me, not Leon, right. <laughs> Earl Nightingale was like, she is an absolute success because she set out to do something and she did it. It's a whole other conversation defining success yeah. we could really talk about. And just to add to that then is write your goals down. Like write them down. You need to, especially as you're out on your own, you need to stay focused on that and write them down. It's a process that uh, a lot of people talk about called life mapping. Write yeah. it down. Write down what you want to do, and you know, write down things that are very present. Right? We talked about so present. Right? Don't say I want to. Or I'm going to. I am. You know, I am doing this. When I, you say you have to be careful with those words. I am. Trust I, me, you'll be surprised. <laughs> What you can manifest when you use the I am, yeah. I am this, I'm, but use very present yes. forward thinking language and write your, write your goals down and keep yourself accountable. Oh my gosh. There's a whole other conversation about accountability, yeah, but those things, but those things for sure. I think those are really up to this point in my process that I'm, I've yeah. found to be really helpful. I'm sure there'll be more. Okay. Um, but we gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> so thank you guys for listening. You rock with us for this long. And thank you again. You're welcome. For Thanks for here. having me. And so we're wrapping up. We we'll have more guests to show up so you're not just listening to my voice all the time. <laughs> and it's great. Love and have conversations with great people. So just be happy. Enjoy yourself. Be intentional. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Executive Millennial Project. Be sure to follow Leon on Twitter, Periscope, and Instagram at LeonBJR. Until next time. Millennial.